0: What is up, everyone? It is June. It's the 29th, and this is the last day. You're stuck with me. Stevie is coming back tomorrow, but I'm Grant Niebuhr aka Turk Ferguson, and this is the morning grind where we're going to be breaking down this nice little seven, eight game slate. I'm not sure. We got morning games, we got afternoon games. They're just doing the afternoon slate. Um, I'm joined by someone who I've really only talked to like 10 minutes before, and five of it was today. Someone who I haven't done a podcast with. TJ Zirick, five, I believe, is a screen name. You can call him TJ. I've been told. How you doing there, TJ?
1: Doing pretty well. You may be the only person who's uh, done a worse pronunciation of Zirick than uh, than Stevie, but that's all right. Like you said, we've talked like ten minutes before, so I'm ex- excited to do our very first show together. Um, we just talked about like uh, alcohol and betting for about ten minutes before we started. It was a good time. I'm ready to dive into the slate.
0: Yeah, I'm almost always ready to talk about alcohol and betting. It's two, <laughs> two of my favorite things, but we'll get right into the DFS portion. We got a pretty pretty good slate. We'll start off with the Braves going up against the Phillies. Eight total here. Braves minus 135 favorite. Got Kyle Wright going up against Ranger Suarez. Let's we'll start off with Kyle Wright here. He's been great for pretty much the entire season, except for he's kind of fallen off recently. Still a good pitcher sitting up there at 9.5 K going up against a tough Philly team. You got any interest in, right?
1: Yeah. Without, without Bryce Harper in the lineup. Now he's out for the next six ish weeks. Philly's Philly's a team that has a lot of power, but they also got quite a bit of strikeouts in there. So I am interested, but I don't think he's going to be one of my top pitchers on the board. He's probably going to be more of a MME guy for me today, just because, this slate's just absolutely loaded for pitching tonight.
0: Yeah. No, it's a it's a good one, especially up top. And realistically, there's not any guys that are over 10K, but a lot of the guys from eight and a half to 10K are are all really solid. So right is kind of, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Not really the easiest matchup, definitely easier without Harper, but right, he hasn't been in great form recently. It's not a great ballpark. So I'm probably going to avoid him. Over on the other side, we have Ranger Suarez put in a nice start in his last start here. He's sitting at, what is it, 6.9K. Nice. Um, any interest in him in this match versus a hard-hitting Atlanta team?
1: No, not really. Atlanta, I, 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 like, I like targeting them a lot more with right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. And I like playing the Atlanta bats a lot more when they are facing lefties because – All of their right-handed bats hit lefties really well, and even their left-handed bats like Harris and Olsen in particular hit lefties well. So um, no interest really in Suarez, but uh, these Atlanta bats, I think I'll have a little interest in.
0: Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Suarez. I have a little bit of interest in the bats. I mean, Suarez has struggled a bit versus righties. Still a great ground ball pitcher, but going up against uh, the – the Braves, like they have a decent amount of uh, fly ball pitchers or fly ball hitters. So I think that you can target Swanson. I think you can target Darno, Riley was uh, pretty much any of the righties with some pop, which is almost the entirety of the lineup. And then I'm never going to argue with Matt Olson. Dude just hit two bombs a day. Knew he was going to come around. One of my favorite players in the league. I, 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 I like the stack. I mean, especially on this size of slate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you as well. Atlanta, they're always a team that if they're going to end up really highly owned, I'd like to get a bit under on because they are a streaky team, but anytime, regardless of the matchup, um, I always want to get a piece of them. If I'm playing three lineups or if I'm playing 150, because they just have so much power in their lineup. So I I'm definitely on board this stack. Ideally we get Acuna back in the lineup, but even if we don't, it takes a bit of uh, takes a bit of the price away and, Swanson, Riley, Olsen, like top to bottom, this is a great lineup. And so even against lefties, you get somebody like William Contreras in there, Adam Duvall, they become really good plays as well. So I'm I'm all aboard the stack today.
0: Yeah. And then on the other side, I don't know how much I have interest in playing Philly. I mean, I think Schwarber is the main guy I would end up going with. I mean, he's a guy that hits right-handed pitching pretty well, right while still striking out lefties at a pretty decent clip. Gives up a lot more fly balls, a lot more hard contact. But outside of that, like, Hoskins, Castillo are fine. Um, Real Muto's fine, but I think Schwarber is the only guy I really want to play in this lineup.
1: Yeah, I'm totally out on the stack here, but I'm definitely down uh, for a Kyle Schwarber one-off.
0: Yeah, moving on to the next game, we got Boston going up against Toronto. Pavetta going up against Manoa. Eight and a half total here. Toronto, pretty decent, minus 150 favorite. Let's start off with Pavetta, who's been solid off and on, has huge upside in any random given start. But, I mean, 9.2K for almost any pitcher going up against Toronto is generally something I want to stay away from. I think this is another spot where I'm, with so many other pitchers right in about the same range, I'm going to stay away from Pavetta here
1: yep i'm with you like toronto if you look at their plate iq they have some decent strikeouts in the lineup but this is a team that when they started the year they were just free swinging at everything i was watching their game today against boston or sorry last night against boston and in april they were 22nd in the mlb in terms of uh swinging strikes um like the as in among the worst in, uh, in, uh, June so far, which is obviously the month is almost done. They're the second best team in major league baseball for not swinging at balls outside the zone. They are finally getting some patience back. They're seeing the ball really well. And, uh, Pavetta is not somebody I want to target. Um, Manoa on the other side, however, I think on DraftKings where he's only 8,700, I think he might be my top pitcher on the board.
0: Yeah, he's him and Otani are both pretty close here. I mean, obviously, Otani has a little bit better of a matchup, um, but not by a ton. Getting the $400 price discount on Manoa, who's just been great so far this season, going up against a team that they do have a few lefties in Verdugo and Cordero and Devers that worry you a little bit. Um, enough righties in the lineup, regardless of they have. Uh, Arroyo up top or someone different, like, it's still a pretty solid overall match. The guys sitting at a 30% K rate going up against the righties really doesn't walk almost anyone. Um, sitting at 2%, 2.9% on the season going up against righties, 7% going up against lefties. Been very solid all season long. I think I'm right there with you. Um, Manoa is probably my number one on this slate. And then Boston Bats, like, I'm fine with Devers. That's that's kind of it. Like, I don't want to play any righties going up against Manoa, who's just been incredible, sitting under a 200 Woba going up against righties so far this season. The lefties, he's still pretty good. So if you want to play Devers, that's fine. But I'm likely just staying away from Boston entirely here.
1: Yep, yeah, same boat for me here. And looking at this slate is interesting. It's a really strong pitching slate. But I think on, on these seven games here, even if I'm running 150, I don't think I'd have a pool more than seven pitchers on this slate. Um, And I think Manoa would be my number one. And, and like you said, uh, Otani's right there with him. I think he'd be my number two. So I really like Manoa. I think he's the safest option on the slate, even though Boston is a very good lineup. I think he provides more safety than Otani, not quite as much ceiling, Um, but yeah, I'm not going to be playing uh, the Boston bats, even the Toronto bats. I think uh, they're more of just a, like MME tournament stack for me, Pavetta can get lit up, but he's been very good this year. So Toronto's an offense you can always play, but I don't think they're going to be at the top of the board for me.
0: Yeah, and then on the other side, Toronto's one of my favorite stacks on the board today. I mean, obviously there's Coors in here. I like the Cubs, but Toronto, like Pavetta's a big – Fly ball, big hard contact guy does strike out a decent amount of bats, but Springer, Bachet, Vlad, Kirk—if he's back in the offense there—Chapman, I'm a I'm a big fan of all these righties in here. All of them have a ton of pop. Pavetta most likely going to give up a few bombs here going up with this good of a team. I, I really
1: like the Toronto stack. Fine, you're it doesn't take much to twist my arm and get me to come around on Toronto too. And I agree. Somebody like Bichette, who's a ground ball hitter. I really like targeting when he's up against a a fly ball pitcher. Um, Another guy I think you can target as well is Guriel. They bumped him up to fifth in the lineup last night. He's been hitting the ball really well. Um, And so he's someone, if he has a good lineup spot as well, I think uh, he's another one you can target.
0: Moving on to the next gate. We got, Minnesota going up against Cleveland, Bundy versus Quantrill, eight and a half total, pretty much a pick them in this spot here. Start off with Bundy guy that I always love targeting for home runs, but it hasn't been the same this season um, in terms of the strikeout upside going up against one of the lowest strikeout rate teams in the league. I, I just, I, I don't think I can play him even at sub six K. He might come out clean, but he's probably not getting more than two strikeouts here.
1: No, I'm with you. He, if I am absolute dumpster diving, I'd still think I'd rather go a little bit up to steel or a little bit down to Palante. It's going to be a no, uh, no for me on Bundy today.
0: And then on the other side, Quantrill really has not been great so far this season. Minnesota has a lot of bats that can take him yard here. Another guy that I mean, his, Underlying numbers suggest he's due for some regression, and I think there's a spot where he gets just shellacked.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Minnesota's going to be one of my top stacks on the board. Byron Buxton, I think, is one of the top overall hitters. He's only 5,600 in the outfield. This whole team is honestly pretty affordable. Uh, Buxton is the only one over 5K Correa's below uh, 4,800, Gary Sanchez, 45, Max Kepler, 45, Max Kepler. I haven't looked at FanDuel prices yet, but I'm assuming he's still uh, crazy cheap like he has been lately there. So, um, yeah, 2,700 Max Kepler. So um, I uh, I really like this Minnesota team.
0: Yeah, no, pretty much all the way up and down this entire lineup. You're either getting great bats or cheap bats that are still probably just underpriced going up to Quantrill. Guy gives up a ton of hard contact and a decent amount of fly balls to both sides of the plate. Does not strike guys out. He's, he's in for some trouble here. And then on the other side, Cleveland going up against Bundy. I mean, Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, really like fan, Fran Mill Reyes. Is he still super cheap? He's 2,900. The guy has a ton of pop going up against a pitcher that gives up a boatload of bombs and really has lost almost all strikeout stuff. So I I think that I like the little three-man stack there. And if you want to throw anyone else in there to round it out, the rest of the bats here are cheap.
1: Yeah, I think you can chuck in somebody like Quan if he's uh, leading off again. Um, But I agree with you. I really like that three-man mini stack. Um, And I think Jose Ramirez is probably my favorite hitter on the board out of anyone today. Um, Like, if we're looking at cash games, I think he's the very first person you plug in because we're obviously going to be wanting to play a lot of Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers are going to be one of the first teams we're putting in. Maybe we want to get a couple Rockies, but Dodgers are going to be the top target in cash, like they have been the last two nights. And when you have a $5,100 Jose Ramirez, a guy who should be 63 or something like that on DraftKings, I think you plug him in there at third and you find Dodgers to play at other positions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't mind that. I mean, he's just, he's so good. This is such a good spot here. So I'm right there with you. Moving on to the next game, just cruising right on through things. Miami going up against St. Louis. We got Alcantara going up against—I can never remember how to pronounce his name—Pinella, um, Palante. That's it. Uh, so let's start off with Al- Alcantara. Alcantara—he's been absolutely just fantastic so far this year. Underlying numbers are a little bit worse, but great ground ball pitcher. Always like it when I play. Uh, it's a righty playing. St. Louis, um, I mean, is he just the top raw points? He's not my favorite pitcher on the slate, but he's the top raw points pitcher probably on the slate.
1: Yeah, I think maybe uh, Otani could get close to him in projections, um, but I think he'll probably be the the, the top projected pitcher. Um, I still prefer Otani and Manoa, but I think I'd probably put Alcantara above uh, Kyle Wright for me today. Um, on DraftKings, it's not that much up to get, uh, up from right to Alcantara. So I think I'd go for him there on FanDuel, where he's only 200 more than Manoa, 500 more than Otani, 600 more than right. I think it's a lot tighter of a conversation because these FanDuel prices, like you don't have the, the discounts for Manoa and, uh, and Otani that you do over there. So I think there's a, it's a lot more reasonable to look at him as the potential top pitcher on FanDuel, but, uh, yeah, like you said, he very well could be the highest projected pitcher of the slate, raw points wise. He'll be one or two,
0: yeah. And then on the other side, I mean, Plante has not been great so far this season, been pretty solid going up against lefties, righties. He's struggled with control, but realistically, this is not a high like, this is not a patient lineup outside of Solaire, Jazz, Birdie. This is not a patient lineup. I know the strikeout line upside isn't generally big for him, but there's a lot of high strikeout bats in this lineup, depending on who we end up getting in there. Could be pretty good. Um, I think that he's not great, but at 5.1K on a slate with Coors, on a slate with Toronto in a good spot. I think that he's an entirely serviceable punt here.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. Of the three cheapest pitchers, he's my favorite and he'd be the one I'm most likely to take a shot on. I don't think I don't think it's going to be overly necessary just because of how cheap we can get Manoa and Otani on DraftKings. But like you said, it is a core slate. So there is going to be guys we're going to want to pay up for as we speak. I'm trying to build a bit of a dummy lineup just so I can kind of see how much I have to work with when I have uh, Manoa and Otani and you put Manoa, Otani and Ramirez near left with just under 4k left of guys. So if you do want to pay up for some of these cores bats, he, I think he is uh, an option to get you there.
0: He's kind of, yeah, pretty much the only option outside of maybe steel. Um, yeah. And then the Miami bats. I mean, he's been solid versus lefties. I don't know if I'd play jazz I think Solaire is entirely fine. And Jonathan India just hit a bomb. Wow. Yes. There we go. Um, Hell yes. Yeah. And that's a that's a turd bomb. Time to tweet that out. Um
1: yeah. My, sorry. Just, all none of my Spidey bombs have hit yet. And I put three out there into the world. So
0: I put three in John and India is the only one to hit because he's the only one oh played. Trout
1: and Otani just hit back to back jacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have, my line. the original lineup I had, I had Corbin, I had Otani, I had Trout and I had um, Velasquez. So that would have been three home runs right there. And then a five man or four man Seattle stack. And I think Ward. So I'm not terribly happy right now. So, oh, well, Um, but you got any interest in Miami bats now
1: that we're not distracted anymore. Uh, Not particularly like, I think, you know, it's a seven-game slate, and they're facing one of the worst pitchers on the board, so we should have some interest. But they're in a more hitter-friendly park than they're typically in. But I just really don't like. I think like Jazz just left the game last night, so we don't even know if he's going to be in the lineup. And he's not bump up Palante even more. If he is, forty-seven hundred for Jazz is too cheap. So I think he does make a good one-off. Solaire I think makes a solid one-off, but this is a, a tough team for me to ever get excited about stacking.
0: Yeah, I I, I, generally, I generally like the mini stack up top, but probably not doing that. And then on the other side, St. Louis Alcantara has just been so good. Like I, I I don't I don't think there's a single bat that I want to play over on St. Louis. I mean, Goldsmith and Arnado are both over five k. Alcantara has been good. I, I'm kind of out on St. Louis. Yeah, I am as well. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. Um, it's over in. Wrigley so we don't currently have a total out yet and it's green versus steel this is the one where I really need to see where the weather's at I mean as of right now it doesn't look like there's going to be much wind but that's going to make a huge huge difference for me and we'll start off with green guy is just some electric stuff absolutely incredible stuff Problem is, he's giving up just so many bombs. I think versus right handed hitters, he's giving up more bombs than anyone else in the league outside of, I think, Giolito at the moment. So he's kind of the ultimate, ultimate GBP play. And it's largely dependent on wind. If the wind's blowing out, I have no interest in him. If the wind's blowing in, I have interest, a ton of interest in him. So that's just kind of the deciding factor for me. What about you?
1: I'm with you. If the wind is blowing in, Hunter Green is probably my favorite pitcher on the slate on FanDuel for tournaments. He's 9,100. And I think he's the one, him and Michael Kopek are the two guys that really can give you that same upside that the guys up top can. Um, so if the wind's blowing in, I love it. If the wind's blowing out, I am only going to touch both of these pitchers in like 150 max. But Justin Steele as well, if that wind is blowing in, I actually think I have some interest in him as well. And quick, quick note, the one Patrick Corbin lineup I have in my 150 in FanDuel has Trout and Otani. Nice. So uh, if the Los Angeles Dodgers, it's a double-A LA stack, if the Dodgers can pick it up, that's uh, that could be something.
0: All right. Let's see. Munsey just hit a bomb, so there you go there. Um
1: there it is. Do I have him on that team? Let's see. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. still on the other side. I mean, Steele is not a bad pitcher. He's probably worth more than six and a half K. Um, just seems like too high of a price tag or too low of a price tag. Can get up to a hundred pitches. He's been solid matchup versus Cincinnati is not a bad strike at one for a lefty. It's not great, it's not terrible. It's all depending on what who we get in that lineup. But yeah, he's he's cheap. He's cheap. We have cores on the slate. Um steel is right there with actually, I guess he's the only guy above 6K and below these studs that I have interest in. So he, my pitcher pool is probably going to be about five pitchers deep on this slate. Um, and as for Cincinnati bats, I it'll, again, it all depends on the wind. If the wind's blowing out, yes, I definitely have interest in it. If the wind isn't, then uh, unless steel's going to be chalky, then I'm probably out on the bats.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think if the wind's blowing in, Steele on FanDuel, 7,600 is the only player I'd want to be interested in below than Green and Kopech. Um If the wind is blowing out, though, I think the Reds and Cubs would catapult to second and third after the Dodgers for my top offenses on the slate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Cubs on the other side. I actually kind of really really like patrick wisdom here i can almost guarantee i'm betting him for a home run again weather depending unless the wind's blowing in a decent amount him contreras if he's back in the lineup Morel like anyone with some puppets in the lineup going up against hunter green is very much
1: in play for me yeah same boat i i'm i'm weather neutral I'm I'm definitely interested in this team. I love the wisdom call Contreras. I think is a great play. Um, whether if that if that wind is blowing out, I think uh, this would be my uh, second favorite team on the slate.
0: All right, moving on. We got Coors Urias going up against Herman Marquez. Eleven total here. Dodgers one, minus one ninety favorite. Even though they can't seem to win a single game in this series, know, who knows? Hoping they turn it around tonight. Um, Starting off with Urias, Coors, I, I'm not playing him.
1: Nope, zero interest in Urias. Yeah,
0: then on the other side, Marquez was good at one point. Don't know what happened to him. Sad to see, but going up against the Dodgers in Coors, I don't. Even when he was good, I don't think I'd play him. He's been better recently, but it's it's the Dodgers, and he's been struggling a whole lot um, with control. I I can't play him.
1: If I was running 150 on DraftKings, I may have him in two or three just because of how popular the Dodgers are going to be. We've seen how chalky they've been the last two slates on big slates. This is a seven-gamer. They're going to be wildly chalk, Like, they're going to be wild, wild chalk. So if I was running 150 simply because he's a 5.5K pitcher with a 100-pitch 100 100 pitch leash, I'd run him out on a couple, but we're talking two, three, 4% max of lineups in a one hundred and fifty setting would be the only way I'd play. Him.
0: Yeah. And then Dodgers, like, I'm hoping people are just sick of them uh, having some trouble and don't play because I, I really like the stuff, the spot here. I mean, I know Marquez isn't a huge fly ball pitcher because of a ton of hard contact. Yeah. I mean it, Dodgers same thing as ever like they've had like a seven implied total pretty much this entire series. I don't see any problem with playing the Dodgers here.
1: Yep, run it back.
0: Yep, and then uh, Rockies and Urias is pretty pretty solid pitcher but I mean Kershaw just got beat up pretty heavily. Um, Rockies seem to be on a decent little streak right now. Urias gives up a decent amount of fly balls so ball can easily leave the yard here. I have no problem with Bryant. I have no problem with Krohn. I have no problem with Connor Joe, anyone with some pop here going up against a big uh, fly ball pitcher.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I think CJ Crone might be one of the best first baseman options on the slate. If not the best 4,800 for a, 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 he's facing a lefty he's in Coors. That price is just broken. Like I think that's probably your best first baseman play on the slate. The Rockies are a subpar offense against right-handed pitching. They're in the top tier against left-handed pitching, and they're in Coors. I like them a lot. I could see, I could see them going kind of overlooked because of the Dodgers being in the better matchup. But I like this team quite a bit. Same guys that uh, that you said there. And uh, the, the one last thing I want to touch on, on the Dodgers is we're going to see crazy ownership on that team. Max Muncie's probably going to be the highest owned player on the slate, especially on FanDuel, where he's still not priced up a bunch. Freddie Freeman as well. He's, it's a lefty in this game. He's 5,700. Uh, if you don't want to, if you have the money to get up from Chrome, that's where you go. I think you can look to target the guys like Gavin Lux in this game. I think Lux is going to be one of my favorites. GPP options because he's still in a phenomenal spot. He's a lefty against Marquez, but he's probably going to have a third of the ownership as the guys like Max Muncie and Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the last game of the night, full hour after the Rockies game. White Sox going up against the Angels, seven and a half total here. Angels, big old minus 170 favorite. Um, Kopek versus Otani. Start about Kopek. Guy, like, his underlying numbers show he's due for massive negative aggression. He's been, like, he's still sitting under a three ERA, but that's not going to continue. The guy is super talented, was great last year. I think he struggles here. I'm not playing him, and I think a lot of people will be playing him though.
1: One of the best pitchers you can play on MLB, the show. I will say that shout out the Toronto blue Jays. My team just walked it off against the red Sox. Vladimir Guerrero hit a walk-off single. Um, the, this angels Copeck spot, I think is. It could be a slate decider. Kopech is cheap and he's got strikeout upside against a team that has lots of strikeouts in the lineup. He could put up a huge score. The Angels could also put up five against them in the first inning and he could be pulled. The Angels could put up 10 in the first two, three innings here. I think this could be kind of a slate deciding spot. I think the Angels have a ton of upside and so does Kopech. We talked about Otani earlier. I think he's got the highest upside uh, in terms of a point per dollar pitcher on the slate. Um, I think uh, Alec Manoa on DraftKings where he's cheaper, I think he's a bit safer, but I think Otani is the highest upside uh, option on the entire slate.
0: Otani is my favorite pitcher by probably a slight, I, I I'm going back and forth between Manoa and Otani. And I think the best build is going with Otani and Manoa is both your pitchers. They're just the top two options outside of that. I'm only just going down to steel or down to uh plenty. If I need to save some money, That that's kind of it. That's, that's just what it is. Otani smash spot here um, at this price tag. 9.1K is too cheap. I have no interest in the White Sox.
1: Nope, not really me either. If you're running 150, Otani can always get a little wild, and you can chance it, but that's not going to be a a spot for me.
0: Yeah, on the other side, the Angels, potentially one of my favorite stacks on the slate. I don't think anyone is going to play them. I I probably won't full five-man stack them, but I don't think anyone's going to play them because – Kopech, good name recognition. You can't throw Otani in your lineup. So people are probably just going to avoid it. But, I mean, Trout, Ward, Walsh, like anyone else you want. If Marsh is in the lineup, he's cheap. Like you can absolutely get Otani, get Manoa, get Trout, and get three other Angels in your lineup, all with the potential to take Kopech deep and still afford a few Rockies bats. You can stack them with the Dodgers if you want. Like I really, really like this Angel stack. And I kind of starting to like stacking up the angels when Otani's on the mound because people just kind of avoid him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. And I think Trout, yeah, Trout's one of the very top options on the slate. Jared Walsh, I think, is uh one of gonna be one of my favorite home run options on the slate. Um I'm uh yeah, I'm with you. I think I like them most as a mini stack more than a full stack, but there's lots of guys on this team uh, on this team that I like.
0: Yep. All right. That should do it there. Let's play the morning grind game and then get it on out of here. Um pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got?
1: On that note, I guess I'm gonna go Michael Kopech.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the best option. I guess I'll go steal. I don't love anyone. It's kind of trash down there. Pitcher over 8K to get under 15 points. Who you going with? Not in course. Eight- Nick Pavetta. All right, I'm going to go Hunter Green. I think he, depending on the win, can get absolutely slaughtered. I'm. I can almost guarantee I'm going to have I have a turd bomb in that game for the Cubs. Probably going to be Wisdom, depending on what his line comes in at. Over six K to hit a home run. Over six K
1: to
0: hit home run. Is there not? Not over six K. Sorry, high priced, <laughs> high priced uh, bat to hit home run. This is why Stevie
1: does this and not me. No worries. High price bat to uh, hit a home run. Let's go. That's in Coors. We are not going to go Freddie Freeman. Um, why is this so difficult? What teams did we like again?
0: Um, Toronto. You like Toronto?
1: I guess yeah. We'll go Vlad. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Trout. Taking the easy one under oh, four. I
1: was thinking I can't go Coors. I can't go Trout. That's why I was having a tough time.
0: Oh, if I'm not going Trout, I'll go Buxton. Um, you also liked him. Uh, yeah, the four, other guy I was looking at, too. <laughs> under 4K to get two or more hits. Jared Walsh. I'm going Patrick Wisdom, who's going to hit two home runs off of Hunter Green, if he can actually put the ball in play. Um, Stack to score five or more runs.
1: I will review the Angels,
0: and let's just say Blue Jays. All right. I'm taking the angels. Any last minute thoughts before we get on out of here?
1: Uh, no, not really. I definitely agree with uh, our original stance. The, the Otani Manoa pairing is the way to go. I'm looking at it and you can go up to five man uh, Dodgers with uh, a, a mini stack of Ramirez and Naylor in there with these guys. And if you can do that, that means you can pretty much do anything you want. So uh otani and manoa is definitely going to be the pairing i'm looking to go with uh with on dk all
0: right i like it dj thanks for joining us stevie will be back tomorrow so you no longer have to deal with me but you can check me out tomorrow at 9 a.m eastern time giving out some free betting picks we're out of here
1: kids.